Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Get it out. You can vent a little bit. You can do it. You can walk that line of, you know, being appreciative of what the Giants gave you for five months this year. Been a fun journey. And then, obviously, let it rip for the uh, the way they got handled on Saturday. Just a tough watch. Just a tough watch. And me and Teak were talking during the break a little bit here. You know, I referenced some of those some of those previous playoff games where uh, the Giants had, had rough showings. You know, going back to the Bears game in 85. Yep. And, and that Bears team was phenomenal. But you knew... You knew that so many of those Giants, now you didn't know that you would a championship the next year necessarily, but you knew so many of those Giants were, were going to be around you for a while. You knew they were good enough to win a championship. Yes. That's... If you didn't go up against the best team that the NFL, at least defensively, had seen ever. Yes, absolutely. Really good way to look at it. And, you know, with this team, they're not cer- saying that. They're, no, <laughs> no one's saying that. There's certainly some pieces that are that are very transferable and desirous. Yes. And then there's a lot of holes and. That's why I'm looking forward to hearing what Joe Shane says today. We'll carry that for you, Dave, as well at noon uh, here on the fan. But it is uh, now the work starts. It really does. Foundation set. Uh, the the competitive culture, a new culture is has stuck, and now you got to take the next step. And right. you know, l- let me ask you this real quick here, T, before we get back to these calls. Do you think it's easier to to go from a downtrodden? almost directionless franchise and become competitive Mm -hmm. or go from uh, a competitive, nominally successful team to a borderline elite team? What's the tougher jump? The the second, the latter one. I think it's harder um, to go from this middle, like just above average team, talent, whatever, execution, it doesn't even matter, just just above average team, nine wins, a nine-win team to a 11-win team. That's hard to do because now all of a sudden people aren't aren't surprised by you. Like they know how to prepare for you, et cetera. But to flip it around like the Giants did, it sometimes just takes the right coach, right? It, the right scheme. It takes a quarterback playing at a, a, a heightened level. I guess that's, that's really all it takes to go from horrendous to pretty good. I mean, look at look at the Jaguars. The Jaguars were a laughing stock. A year ago, 
a laughing stock. Basically the same team this year, except for a couple of wide receiver additions, which were, I mean, they were important. Zay Jones, not Zay Jones. Um, who was the kid from Arizona? I'm forgetting his name now. Um, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk comes uh, home from Arizona. We, he, huge, he, he, he worked out for him. Huge, huge addition. We laughed at that contract. But nobody said it was, nobody right. thought that was the move. Yeah. Right? But you get the right coach. You get Trevor Lawrence playing good. All of a sudden, they're a playoff team. Good defense, too. They've been drafting defense, on that but defense it's the same, for a But now. it's the same defense, other than, you know, the, the couple of draft picks this year. Uh huh. So I, I think it's. Yeah, Josh easy. Allen's been there a couple of years, the defensive player right. from Kentucky. True. I, I think it's been, I think it's easier to make that horrible to uh, just above average jump than the average to, you know, 11 wins and definitely in the postseason. I would sustain agree. that. Yeah, it's, it's hard to do. I think you're right. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. I, I think you're right. I would have said the same thing because you can take a team that you can take a three. Again, easier said than done, but you take a team that was awful the year before. And if you find a way to limit turnovers, you know, limit penalties, just mm-hmm. add a little discipline, get a little lucky, maybe get a little soft schedule, maybe control the clock a little, maybe circumstantially get the benefit here and there. You can win nine games. But to go from from that to, you know, the Bengals, mm-hmm. the Niners, that's that's a big jump, boy. The Bengals are just, I mean. I knew they were going to win that game. Oh, I, I, I knew they were going to win even, that game. I, I wasn't even going there. I did too. But, um the fact that they started this season, what did they start the season? It was bad. One in four? Two and four. Two and four. No, two and three they started the season. But it, they no, just, one of the wins was against the Jets, too, which yeah. wasn't very impressive at yeah. that point because the Jets were, were a wreck yeah. early. They were just early, kind early. of like, okay. Yeah. They weren't great. Now, <laughs> they're the best team in the American, uh, the AFC, it seems Burrow's like. amazing. And yeah. I'll tell you, you know, as much as the Giant fans sit here. That game wasn't even close. No, they jumped on him immediately. And the Bills were, they were out of sync. And as much as I started to say the Giant fans are really, you know, really frustrated today. Imagine being Bills fan. And, you know, this thing is now three years into being built. Mm-hmm. And you think you have an MVP candidate. What you do with yeah. Josh Allen? You think you're supposed to win the Super Bowl. You're hosting. You're five-and-a-half-point favorites. And you get absolutely dogged. Yeah, destroyed. Yeah. And you're, and Cincinnati might even not be the best team in the AFC. That's true. Because Kansas City's still there. Although, I don't know how Mahomes is going to play this. Uh, and, and if he does, how is he going to move? Well, he played. No, but the numbers. and He didn't made no passes out of the pocket. Yeah. I mean, all the things. There was a deep dive on the analytics. First uh-huh. of all, he was limping to hand the ball off. I love that he willed himself back in there. But, man, um, you know, listen, uh, no need to guess if he's going to play. He's going to play or he's not. I don't know how he's going to play like Mahomes, though. Yeah, next I think, game if he I think plays. he's going to play just a matter of how effective he's going to be. I yeah. don't know, man. Yeah, that's. I thought it was initially his knee. It looked like his knee. It looked like RG3 almost. Remember yeah. when RG3, although that was when his knee gave out, and it kind of went something but like he, it. But I didn't even realize looked, this until oof. RG3 was just talking about it with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, I think we kind of speculated that his ACL was torn. At least partially. You mean going in? Going into yes. that game? Yes. Apparently it was all the way to it. And he knew it. And he still played with it. Cost himself a lot of money. Yeah, he did. So changed, he changed the trajectory of his career, as he even said. Yeah, but he garnered some respect amongst well, the boys. No, he didn't. You got to get paid when you can. 877-337-6666. Let's get John and Zetterport. John, what's happening, buddy? What's up, John? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. All right. Uh, I just wanted to touch on what Tiki was talking about. Um, with the like almost like intimidation factor. Yeah. Uh, I just want to preface this real quick. Giants probably lose anyway because, yep. as we pointed out, the Eagles are the superior team. But uh, I played a lot of baseball. I know it's a different sport, but I'm a big believer in like the 
mental aspect of the game. Yes. And I think the game was done after that fourth and eight. Yeah. So the Eagles come out, they score. Giants move the ball a little bit. You get a bad break. Jones probably runs for the first down. He trips, goes down as a sack. You have to punt there. Keep a little bit of momentum. You know, hey, we moved the ball. We got a bad break. We're going to punt. We're going to get the ball back. Keep him 7 nothing. Instead, you put give him a short field. They get another sack. They score easily. Now you're down. Your whole game plan shot. You're, you know, the coach trying to show it a little bit of panic there. Yep. We're going for it there. And then, like I said, the, the game plan shot. Now you're trying to, you know, you're make, trying to make up ground. Your, you know, your game plan's all changed. You're chasing. And, like, everything just cut. Like, the game, to me, as a Giants fan, I knew it was over right then. Yeah. No, you know, John, you're making a good point because you, the Giants aren't good enough to chase. We said this so many times this year. Like, if they get down by couple scores early, they're not that team that can go put on a four-play, 60-yard touchdown drive. That's just not how they're built because who's going 50 yards? Who's who's getting half of that on a play? Saquon Barkley. And if you're the Eagles, and this is where I have to give the Eagles a ton of credit, they played almost the entirety of this game with an extra guy in the box, extra safety in the box. And when they and when they didn't do that, they were running games up front with a defensive lineman. And why do you run games? These stunts, these TEs and the in the ETs, uh, tackle, you know, end switching um, stunts. You do that so that Daniel Jones is confused where he can run. So a lot of times, Daniel Jones has nowhere to go with the football, but there's nowhere for him to run. Because he thinks he can scoot up in the middle, but here comes the end flipping back around to the middle. He thinks he can go around the edge, but here comes the tackle flipping around and containing on the edge. Like the the game plan to contain the mobile quarterback was it was expertly designed and executed by the Eagles. Almost every drop back, you saw some sort of game, and that was only to contain Daniel Jones. Let's get Stanley, who's in New Haven. Stanley's on the Fantique and Tierney. Stanley, what's happening, bud? Good morning, guys. What's up? Uh, you know, disappointed Giants fan here. Um, I just want to say, going into this playoffs, the Giants had the least amount of talent um, going into the playoffs. So it would have been monumental even to get to next week, or even just to get a, you know, to get the win that they did. Yeah. So um, going forward, I mean, we, you know, we got to bring in some receivers. The Giants need to get it back to their linebackers, though. Whenever the Giants won, we always had uh, stud linebackers. So. I would like to see them bring in a couple of stud linebackers, you know, working that offensive line and some receivers going forward. Hey, you, hey, hey Stanley, you're, you were you were dead on it, man. I, I like Jalen Smith a little bit, mm-hmm. but he can't play 100% of the snaps, right? You, uh, who was the other linebacker that played? Uh, Jared Davis, who came in from Detroit. Like, you can't have him on the field the entire time because he's a compromise in pass protection. Now, here's a couple of throws where tight ends are just left wide as open. Like, there's nobody there. And but that's all around the NFL. True. But I mean, Kittle's open. True. Kelsey's true. open. It's, everybody's but, but, open. But that's what happens when your second level isn't, like, yep. it, it's not elite. And the Giants is far from it. And so, you know, you, I thought going into this game that Landon Collins, who was basically the, 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 a linebacker at this point, in fact, he's listed as a linebacker, was going to play a ton because he's not afraid to mix it up and go make tackles. You know how many defensive snaps he had, BT? I don't think it was any. Exactly. He had zero defensive snaps, Landon Collins. And the middle of the field was just, it was it was Jalen Hurts' like, 
playground. Like it was, it was nothing that the Giants could do because they knew they had a disadvantage, uh, or at least the Eagles knew that they had a big advantage against the linebackers in the middle of the field. But he's right. You, you got to have impact linebackers. If you don't, it makes it it makes it too easy to game plan against. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not going to start setting up a draft board right now. It's ridiculously yeah. early to do that. I but agree. I will say philosophically, you know, I, I think it's smart to target a wide receiver one and a linebacker mm-hmm. in round two, or depending upon how the board goes, yeah. a linebacker in round one and then a wide receiver in round two. I mean, last year there were six wide receivers taken in the first round. And the Giants need to get their hands on their guy who's going to be around for, you know, eight, nine, ten years. Yep, scare the hell out of a defensive coordinator. Yeah, obliterate the record book, mm-hmm. pair up with Danny, keep some other things loose, you know, put Hodgins, who I really like and you do as well, but relegate him to where he's supposed to yeah. be, not quite your number one, more of a three, yep. you know, and you got to scare some teams. I think that you have to draft the wide receiver. Hope that the kid Wendell Robinson comes back healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you got the, the semblance of a, of a pretty potent offense, but yes, they absolutely have to find their wide receiver that can that can get to the house. And he takes the knee of the New York Giants on the Super Bowl 42 champion. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Uh, far be it for me to alarm anybody here, and I certainly don't want to get uh, bogged down by this, but I feel as if it's my responsibility to communicate to you uh, that over the weekend, Brian Cashman uttered into an actual working hot microphone that Aaron Hicks might be the starting left fielder. <laughs> Is this guy kidding me? I saw also that Nightingale, Bob Nightingale, he of the USA Today, said that they're taking calls. For both of those guys, Hicks <laughs> okay. and Donaldson. So I don't know who to believe. <laughs> Cash, Giant fans had a rough weekend. You know, there's a lot of Giant fans. Most uh, are Yankee fans. Yeah. But let, let's save that. Uh, give them a couple days to recover. Let's stop throwing kerosene on an Yikes. already flaming Ugh. fan uh, situation in New York right now. My good God, you're right. Joe B coming up at 1140. We got Joe. And uh, we also will carry the Shane and Dable press conference as they tell you what they are about to do for the Giants to get things going uh, even more uh, in the right direction here. Let's get Mike and Clifton Park. Get back to the phones. What's happening, Mikey? How are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Mike. What's happening? So, you know, I'm a huge Giant fan, and, you know, I've been listening to you guys this this whole morning. So I do think, you know, there's an element that they spazzed out, kind of like what uh, Tiki said. I'll call it that. And the talent gap is definitely there. And so at the end, at, at the end of the game, I'm like, well, we can't hide the weaknesses here. I'm like, so I'm like, Shane, you're up at bat. Yeah. And it's your turn to shine because Dable did his job. And I'm kind of confident, you know, whatever team comes back next year, they do have the leadership to learn from what they went through. But um, I remember when Eli went into the 2007 year, uh, the general manager, Reese, he wound up drafting well. And um, he also brought in Burris. And um, that really helped Eli a lot. And a lot of these um, quarterbacks, when they're only a year or two in the league, league, and they're married basically to a great whiteout. Jones has been in, now in the league; he'll be his his, his fifth year. Uh, he's never been married, you know. So we have to do this guy some good draft, draft a no wideout. So, 
You know, I mean, yeah. it's not. It, I mean, he 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 he's been married to nobody. And by the way, hold on, Mike. Forget uh, about being married. The guys hasn't yeah. even had a couple of fun one night stands. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> right? Nothing, terms of receivers. Nothing, nothing. And by the way, receivers just they they come they keep coming in the league. BT and I were just looking through this last year, and there's a bunch of them that are on the radar. This upcoming draft, Quentin Johnson from TCU, he's probably sitting atop the list in most people's minds, and the kid Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State, but he didn't play, so maybe he's going to fall a little bit. Addison, USC, Addison is a beast. Is transferred from Pitt to go to USC. He was a beast, and Josh Downs from UNC. Downs, like there's a there's a ton of names. But the reason I bring that up because last year we also said, God, there's a lot of wide receivers in this draft. Are they going to translate? Well, guess what? Drake London, he translated. He had. 866 yards and four touchdowns. Garrett Wilson led all rookies in receiving yards at 1,100 and four touchdowns. His stand teammate, up, Garrett. Stand That's up. Right. His teammate, Chris Olave from Ohio State, he had a heck of a year at over 1,000 yards for uh, New Orleans. Jamison Williams, you kind of give him a pass because he was hurt, but he had one reception, 41 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Dahan Dotson had a pretty decent year for Washington without really a quarterback, but he scored seven touchdowns, which led all rookies, or at least tied all rookies, was Christian Watson, who was in the second round, like there are going to be receiving options. It it has to be a priority for the New York Giants in this upcoming draft. And I'm sure, you know, I don't know if Joe Shane's gonna give that away today, but you know that's what people are gonna be talking about from now, at least from a Giants standpoint, until late April, whenever the draft is. Well, think about where they came from and think about what they did for the quarterback that they used to work with. They got him Stephon Diggs. Now that's a trade. Yeah. Uh, yes, not necessarily a first round, you know, equity, but but still, they even, understand even he, he had to fortify re- the position. Even though he looked real disgruntled yeah. yesterday, yeah. Best approach by Josh. Josh, if you missed it, uh, he was uh, that was they say so he was throwing his hands up and yeah. down. Did it like four times, just like, hey, what are you doing? Like, it, hey, well, he was standing in front of him, and <laughs> Allen is on the bench with the heater and a tablet. Uh-huh. And Josh Allen did the right thing. I know they're boys. Didn't yeah. even look at him. He's like sitting next to his quarterback. Didn't even look up. Didn't even acknowledge that he was. There you is know, that what a quarterback should do? Um, yeah. Or, because or what's I, the I, point where you're like, I, all right, man, I I got it, I got it. The only reason I co-sign it is because I'm I think it was happening for a lot of the game, even though he was targeted ten times. Like he, led yeah, he the did team have ten targets, targets, only four receptions, four though. receptions for thirty five yards. But they looked for him. But they were. It's not like they weren't trying to get him the football. The Bengals surprised everybody with their defensive front and their offensive line, which is competent. They were banged up. But they ran the ball for over 200 yards. So the Bengals just, I don't know, they just rise to the occasion. Here they are with another chance to go back to the Super Bowl, a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. Yeah, uh, that's, boy, that's going to be a long couple of months in Buffalo, boy. Yeah, it is. 10, 12 degrees colder than here. You know a what's interesting? There's a, couple of teams, there's, there's a couple of teams that you look Nothing at. Nothing else to do. And you were just kind of like, all right, do they, are they really, like the Cowboys. The Cowboys go out. They play terrible. I mean, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I feel worse than I'm a Giants fan because they have not won a division around game. They've won a wild card round. They haven't won a division round mm-hmm. game in 12 years. Mm-hmm. 12 years. And you've paid all of this money to Dak, and you got a really good defense. You spend this money on free agent, all this stuff, and you, you lay an egg offensively. I mean, that's one thing. The Bills, who for at least two seasons have been the favorite to get to the Super Bowl – have keep falling short and it's not going to get any better going forward. Right. It's just the AFC is just, it's just good. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't even like overstate it. The Kansas city chiefs aren't going anywhere. The Cincinnati Bengals aren't going anywhere. 
Um, it's 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 Chargers get their house in order Chargers, with the coach. They'll yep. be all right. They're going to be fine. Yep. The, the best quarterbacks are the AFC. Uh, I just I I feel I almost feel for them like they missed their window. Well, don't feel for them. Feel for me because yeah. they're, I mean think about the way their seasons ended. Think about the way our season ends. That's, that's good at point, least they right? got a puncher's chance. True. Yeah. But they went and got just. I mean, they were home. They nah, they were down immediately. Dumb. A couple of touchdowns, yeah. and they've set everything up for that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, you only have so many years to build with yeah. the finances and guys in their prime, and God forbid, you know, Jacksonville perfect roster construction. <laughs> yeah. God forbid, Jacksonville actually. Jacksonville, true. <laughs> Seriously, no, they're going to. Yeah. Absolutely, they're going to. With Doug Peterson as their coach and Trevor go. Lawrence, oh, no question great. about it, no doubt. Uh, let's get Mike in Bayonne. What's cooking, Mikey? How are you? What's happening, Mike? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Gentlemen, gentlemen, what's going on today? All's good. Hey, I just got a couple points, guys. Um, Going into the game, I mean, I, I I was confident, but, you know, the Eagles were just Totally, the talent wise, it's just not there. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, I'm more disappointed at the effort on the defense. Yeah, there's no excuses why that team got sliced up in the run game like they did. Nope. And and I don't know. Can I get your opinion on something, guys? Go ahead. Um, the broadcast was absolutely atrocious. I have never seen a more one-sided broadcast in my life. And Moose Johnson, he doesn't shut up. Yeah. And is there a more pompous and arrogant head coach than Nick Sirianni? <laughs> I mean, after every but, but play, does, doesn't he, hasn't after, he earned it though? <laughs> after every play, do we have to see his reaction on the sidelines? Yeah. And to be honest with you, I mean, what was up with the, the trying to get them off sides? Uh, you're up 27, nothing. And you're trying to get them off sides on a two point conversion attempt. And then you're trying to get them off sides on, on, on another attempt. I mean, yeah, the, blatant, I mean, the blatant disrespect from Sirianni, it's just uncalled for, guys. I yeah, appreciate, appreciate you, man. Thank All you, Mike. Right. I, I, Meanwhile, if he's I, yours, you love him. True, but I, I truly don't understand that either. No, I, it, was, it was odd. It was, it was at 21 nothing. the game was over, right? Early in the three possessions, I think. Yeah, because they didn't score on the fourth possession. They scored on the fifth. Three possessions, the game was over Yep, for the Eagles. So to... Jack around with two point conversions and like it's just they're just he's he's messing with you. No, they're practicing for the conference championship. I mean, in case maybe. they have to uh, you know employ one of those. And by the way, <laughs> I mean, you're joking. You're probably right. I'm only, I'm only partially joking, but you, but that's not a good look, man. I I think you're right. But 
<laughs> what are you going to do? Nothing. Take your medicine, then you, you get home, then you hopefully come back and you smack him around next year. That's 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 the only recourse. Yep. And, you can, and you can call us and complain. Yeah. And if that makes you feel spec better, we're here for you. Yeah. But, but that's what's tough, man. Like, this is the crazy part. This is where I'll, I'll, I'll interject for a moment. with Like, this is the part about being a fan that is so one-sided. Like, the players, and I know it crushes the players, too. I'm not implying otherwise at all. But the players get in. It's their job. It's, mm-hmm. it's their job. Okay? So... They what's, actually the let you, what's actually let you, like, separate it from, like, your real life. Yeah, and I don't mean, like, the immediate aftermath yeah. in the locker room, like I, Josh Allen. Yeah, but, like, you know what? Before you know it, these guys will be playing golf, and mm-hmm. these guys will be going on a cruise or going somewhere tropical with their families and decompressing. Or not too long from now, they'll be, say, early March, working out for 2023. That's where I was going. <laughs> it, they, it is just they understand their mm-hmm. calendar set up a certain way, and... They're professionals, and yeah, they love football, and they love playing as kids, but it's their job. For us, it's a little harder to leave on the side of the road. You just, you, you can't, the weight is heavier, and we have nothing to do with it once the ball is teed up, uh, but it's the way it goes, and that's what sucks. It's either the ultimate reward or the ultimate punch in the mm-hmm. face. Really, not a whole lot well, of middle ground. It would have felt better if they hadn't played so poorly, and it felt like you were still closer. All right, we just got to do this. We just got to do that. Now it's like, God, we got a lot to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. John's down in Philly. John is on the fan. What's going on, John? Hey, guys. Hey, BT. I'm watching tell us how you really feel about the Giants. I mean, that, that opening monologue, I think, uh, was painful for, for us Giants fans. But, I mean, do you, uh, do you, do you, not, do you disagree? No. I mean, Philly's a hard place to play. You know this. You live down there, right? I know. It's, I know. Look, it's I like intimidating. Oh, you went? I was at the week. Eight, I was there for the Week 18 game. I didn't go to the playoff game. Got it, got um, it. But, I mean, the Giants last two nights ago, they, they were overmatched. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And, and I kind of do think that the moment was too big for this team. I, I mean, I, I don't know exactly how to break that down, but they were probably the flattest team that I've seen this entire season. Yeah. I mean, I, there was nothing there. There's yeah. absolutely nothing there. No, nothing defensively. <laughs> Offensively, they had a good drive. Oh, actually, they had two. One that they scored on, I'm notwithstanding. Right. That was like the third drive in the second half. So and who, the first drive was, was solid. Cares? So, yes, the first drive was solid until mm-hmm. the fourth down. And yeah, I'd I'd rather have tried the field goal. To be honest with you, I'm serious. Yeah. You think those got that kind of? I, I don't care, but I'd rather have lost it I that did. way yeah. than an anemic yep. fourth and eight sack. <laughs> yes, yeah, eight, eight is that's just too much. So, fourth and eight. So my bad. Go ahead, John. No, you're good. You're good. So I, I'm a look. I'm a Penn State fan. I'm near a Giants fan, and I love the guy. But I wanted to get your opinion from both of you with Saquon. The guy's going to be 26 next year. Yep, he's still young. Free. He's still young, yeah. You know, and for running back age limits, I mean, he's probably got two, maybe three good years left. And mm-hmm. I'm just curious if he's going, if his contract is going to be anywhere from, I think, franchise tag is about ten million. Yep. If they do resign him, he's probably looking at anywhere from twelve to maybe fourteen million a year. So yeah. I'm just curious from from your perspective, for both of you, would it make more sense for the Giants to take that money and invest it throughout the team? Because one thing that was glaring on on Saturday night was that the Giants have. A lot of things that they need to get better at in terms of the player personnel. Yeah, you're right. Um, Second level I mean, wide receivers, yeah, all yeah. over. All yeah. over. You know, John, it's an interesting question because if 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 a deal can't be worked out that's favorable favorable for the Giants and not significantly more cap wise than the franchise tag, so if he, if he's if he if you have to give him 14 million dollars cap hit per season, I'm not doing that deal. 
Um, I would franchise Saquon Barkley every year until 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 we, he's cooked. Until exactly because the franchise this year is ten, ten seven or something. Forty percent of that in the next year, and forty percent of that the, the next the year after that. It's probably less than what you know the market rate is for a high end running back right now. And so it's just I love Saquon. I really do. I think he had a resurgent year that was amazing. But I can't compromise my cap. Unless I get a deal done with Daniel Jones, which gives you the bank, so to speak, you know, and you sign, you sign a quarterback to a long-term deal, it gives you a bank to restructure with. Um, if I can't get Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones done, then you have to, if you're going to hang on to Saquon, franchise him. I just don't. It's just the nature of the position. Yeah, lends itself for. I don't want to say ease of replaceability because he means so much to the locker room and he's a leader and all those things. But I think there's a way to keep him here without without compromising your cap that that's the most important thing for joe shane right now his job is harder than i think dables to be honest with you I, it's going to be have to be real cutthroat mm-hmm. and I, I agree with your take on that though you know it but the, the one cautionary flare that i'm going to shoot up in the sky is because as a premise i i i could get behind taking the money rather than giving it to saquon long term take that money reinvest it uh elsewhere throughout the roster and disperse it to the other spots that you okay but when you do that in free agency, you're generally overpaying. Yeah. Now, there's only so many DJ reads. Like, that was a shrewd, perfect a move point. about the Jets. That's a good point. So, you know, yes, yeah, you're bringing this guy. Oh, it makes well, the position of weakness better. But, but if, he's, if that, he's that good, why is he gone? Yeah. Why is, that, why is the other team letting him go? Most of those situations don't work out well. They yeah. don't. Yeah, free agent is... is is a, is a crapshoot. But I can't pay Saquon. I'm with you. I got to take him. Yeah. A- unless it's like 11 or 12. Or, I mean, I he's not getting 14 million. Uh-huh. You just can't. You yeah. can't do it. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fam. Uh, we've got Joe B. coming up next. We've got Shane and Dable's presser at noon. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. All right, Tiki and Tierney back on the fan. It is 11.43. Time for a little Joe, a little cup of Joe, a little cup of Joe. Uh, the Joe Beningo Monday Caller with TNT brought to you by Foxwoods Resort Casino, the wonder of it all, by Winters Brothers. Waste Systems conveniently rent the dumpster online at wintersbros.com, Long Island's number one choice for waste removal, uh, wintersbros.com. By Total Orthopedics, the experts are getting you back to being you, and by Webster Bank, the official commercial bank. Of the New York Jets. All right, Joe. So what you conjured up in your mind leading up to this game versus what you saw on Saturday night. Similar script, a little different. I thought the Giants would lose. I didn't think they would get, you know, basically not show up for the game. I'll say that. I mean, they got absolutely hammered. And um, I guess we probably shouldn't have been surprised because really the only game that, you know, was – a normal game, if you will, uh, the one they played earlier in the year at the Meadowlands, they got absolutely whacked, forty-eight twenty-two. I don't know how much you, I don't know how much stock you could put in the game. You know, the last game of the season, the Giants didn't play anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I don't think was a hundred percent for that game, but I, I thought the Giants would give him a game, and I certainly was wrong. Yeah, Joe, you know, how how I mean, I've been saying all all morning how it is hard to play in Philly. It's just it's just a different mm-hmm. animal. And the Giants missed an opportunity by not playing that week 18 game with any kind of 
metal. Um, and it came back to haunt them because they felt unprepared, whether it was the mm-hmm. the the divisional round of the playoffs where the intensity is just greater. Just that, that's an old cliche, and it's true. Haven't been there a couple of times. But it also felt like, I don't know, like they were overwhelmed more so than I've ever felt this team was overwhelmed. That first Philadelphia game in the Meadowlands, look, they made mistakes. Philly jumped on right, them quickly. Right. Right? This felt different. This felt like, you know, men versus boys, right? It just it, it felt like dominance. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I look at it now, and I, I think the Giants, what, what we found out on Saturday night is how far the gap is. And the Giants have had a tremendous year. I mean, mm-hmm. look, I mean, there's no, no, getting, no denying what they did this year. How far the gap is between them and Philly, and probably even Dallas, to be honest with you. I mean, they went 0-5 against the two best teams in the division this year. They only won one division game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's what you got to look at. I mean, going forward, if you're Brian Dable, if you're Joel Shane, I think that's what you got to sit down and look, okay, how do we close that gap on Philadelphia and even the Cowboys? Because, you know, in the division we're in, we got a long way to go. Yeah, you're not wrong, Joe. And uh, you mentioned Joe Shane. We're going to actually have Joe's press conference. We're going to carry it live. He and Dable are going to speak about the Giants. And uh, we'll do that at noon coming up here on The Fan. Now, this is going to be hard to answer fully because we don't know what they're going to do this mm-hmm. offseason. But based on the the expected pieces that we all think will return, the, the core, right? Do you expect now, again, it's an early read. I right, grant you that. Right. Uh, a step forward for the Giants next year or a step back for the Giants next year? Well, that's a good call. I don't know. That's a tough call. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, they really came out of nowhere this year. Like I mm-hmm. said, they're, they're they're way behind in the division. I mean, you know, you, the two best teams in the division, the Giants got a long way to go. I mean, I know the Cowboys, look, Dak Prescott stunk yesterday. <laughs> And the Cowboys Oof. made a ton of mistakes. I mean, the mistakes they made in that game, we you know, we don't have time to break it all down. Yeah. But, um, you know, they got a long way to go to, to beat these teams in their division. And I, I don't know. The Giants are going to come into the year next year with expectations. You know, there's no doubt about it. I mean, the fan base now is looking at it saying, okay, you know, last year we would have not, you know, it was a nice story. But like I said, we were kind of like the little engine that could. We probably got as far as we could go, probably went farther than we should expect that they went. Now, next year, you're going to have expectations going forward. I mean, there's no doubt about it. So I don't know. Uh, you, you know, I mean, would, it, would I be shocked if the Giants took a step backwards next year? I, I wouldn't be. Yeah, where, where should Giants fans be thinking? Because, I mean, it's obviously it was a successful season, as you mentioned. Right. But, again, after this game, I wasn't, like, angry. I wasn't pissed off. I was more disappointed, I think, because I expected a competitive a, game. Yeah, at least. yeah. Or just right. a, just a right. like, what I had seen for the last month, which was good yeah. execution, awareness of situations, making plays when they were presented to you. Instead, I got guys stumbling out of breaks. I got missed mm-hmm. tackles. I got I got everything that... A bad team puts on tape, not what a good team, which I thought this team was. Well, look, I'll, I'll put it this way. If you're a Giant fan, here's what you got to look at. I got Number one, I got a real head coach here with Brian Dable. I don't think there's any question about it. Yes. And you think maybe Josh Allen misses Brian Dable up in Buffalo? <laughs> yes. I think, so I, I, I think that's number one that you got to look at. Number two, I think you finally got a franchise quarterback. I mean, for all the, you know, the this way and that way over the last three years, uh, you know, uh, before this year about Daniel Jones, I think you have to look at it and say, man, I think we got a real quarterback here. I don't now, think there's any now. Doubt some about people it. are worried, Joe, because of the, the. It was a horrible performance on his yeah, part. Yeah, okay. Not, but I mean, everybody and, stunk, and it wasn't all his fault, by no, the way. No. So it, it, some people are now stepping back from that thought process. I think I agree with you. I think Daniel is the guy for the oh, future. God. No question. 
Look, look, I'll tell you right now, if, they, if, they, if the Giants was stupid enough to let Daniel Jones go, I'd be screaming for my football team to go sign him. <laughs> yes, no, I'm, I'm serious. Me too, Joe. Me I, too. I mean, where, where are, if you're a Giant fan, where are you getting better right now than no. Daniel Jones at that position? No not. way. The only thing, and I, I would uh, who, never. Are you su- kidding me? No, no, I wouldn't subscribe to this. The only thought, if you want to reset Muddy's, and I'm not, I, Jones, I'm not saying that. But you want to take a couple of picks, move up, and maybe draft somebody in the first round, start over. Some you might be able to say, maybe say that. Otherwise, you're a thousand percent right. It's Jones's team. I, I think we all know that. Yeah. Joe, Joe what was your thought on uh, going for it on fourth and eight from Philly's forty? Uh, I didn't have a great problem with it. I got to mm. be honest with you. Uh, I think early in the game, I think Dable realized, hey, you know, we are winning this game. You know, we, we, we're not going to win this game. It's, we're in a little trouble here. This team went right down the field to score in that first series. We got to put some points on the board like now. So I had no problem with it. Uh, obviously, you know, it was a terrible breakdown by the offensive line. I mean, that's another thing, too. I mean, let, let's be real. Philly's got the best pass rush in the game. They had 70 sacks this past year. Like we mentioned it last week. They got four guys that had over 10 sacks. Um, you know, I had no problem with that. I really didn't. I, I thought I thought it was the right move. You're kind of in no man's land. You know, what are you going to do? You're not going to try a 60-yard field goal there. Uh, I, I had no issue with it. I really didn't. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I would have liked to have seen was something more aggressive defensively after that. Yeah. Right? They, they Again, they played a lot of zone. They let things just happen in front of them, and big plays result when you don't make tackles when you're playing zone. That's what it's always been about. I would have liked Wink to have been Wink. Like, come after Jalen Hurts. Even even if he gets the ball away, just, right. just come after him. Make, right. It, right. make it uncomfortable. He never felt uncomfortable. No, no, they, they never did. I mean, like I said, it was it was terrible. I mean, let's be honest. This game, you could have shut the game off at the end of the first quarter. That's right. I mean, there was never a moment in this game, you know, 14 nothing, 21 nothing, 20. Never a moment in this game you thought the Giants had a chance to win. No, I mean, not, that, not wrong. That, that there's no question about. So that's our buddy Joe Beningo, of course. Joe, every Monday he's been with us here on the Fantiki and Tierney Show. Joe, before you bounce, I... I know you have to have at least a thought on the Jets' OC search. you got to have something to say, right? Well, first of all, let me say this. I am thrilled that the Buffalo Bills got their rear end handed to them yesterday. Let me say that. (laughs) The overrated Bills, the cocky Sean McDermott, all of that. It was great seeing the Bengals just dominate them. No, that was a beautiful thing. And and also that Roger Goodell didn't get his pl- his championship game yes. in a stupid dome in Atlanta. How good was that? And I know that was big motivation for the Bengals. God bless them with that. Yeah. As far as the Jet OC is concerned, you know what, B? Look, I'd love to have a guy like Frank Reich. You're not getting him because mm-hmm. he's going to be looking at, you know, he, Sal will be looking over his shoulder at Frank Reich yep. as an offensive coordinator. I really don't care who they bring in. Just get it right. You know, and to me, it's more important. Get who's my quarterback? You know, we can talk about the offensive coordinator till the cows come home. Yeah, I, I, who the hell? Well, let's is get my your, let's, let's get you on record. Who do you want? Well, the guy I really want. Look at look. I wouldn't mind having Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't mind it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it depends how much am I giving up. He is thirty eight years old, and there's a short window there with him. Yep. So I'm not giving up multiple, you know, first round draft choices for him. Got it. So, Got but it. I'd be in with him. If that said, probably Derek Carr. And that, yeah. that's that's those, probably those, who it's going to be. Yeah, and there's those are two good choices. Aaron Rodgers, I think, gives you three years. Yeah, right? okay. You got to right. win, though. You yeah, know what, Tico? So. Tiki, if he comes here, we got to win a championship. No, right. We got to win a Super Bowl. It, it can't you know, be don't just... get me to the AFC title game and say, "Okay, that was great." No, no, no. We got to go all the way. If I got Aaron Rodgers, that's a good point. Like, yeah. if you, if and by the here... way, let me say this too. I don't want to jump on you, Tiki. If we get Aaron Rodgers, 
There's your offensive coordinator, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it's, it's, that's true. Yep. You just got to hope he doesn't bring his quirkiness with him. Well, well he, is, <laughs> you know, he is a little of that. Yeah. Show up at his press conference, trip it out on shrooms, whatever he's taking these days. <laughs> shrooms laced with whatever the heck that thing is. <laughs> whatever. I hear you. Joe, good chat, buddy. Uh, All right, guys. We'll talk to you, my man. All the love. Be, be well. Brother. Back to See you. you. Back to you, Joe. Of course, Joe B. You know, we talk about what the Giants might be next year. Of course, NFC East uh, opponents playing the Packers mm-hmm. again. Playing the Jets, we mentioned that. Playing the Pats, playing the Rams, playing Seattle again, playing that good Saints defense in the Dome. It's funny because, like, all those teams you talk about, oh, the the, the schedule's going to be tougher. All those teams have serious question marks. Yes, but I all could, but they're, but, but now, but, they but all, I'm not. But they all could, like, like, be resolved to the positive. Well, the back end of that list, the Bills, playoff team, yeah. Miami, yeah. whether you like it or not, playoff team, yeah. San Francisco might win the Super well, Bowl. I got to see two of though. The Raiders might have Tom Brady, the Saints Steve. I mean, it's it's not easy. No, no. It's not, not easy, easy, not but easy. There there are question marks. Yeah, for sure. But they're not question marks like, yeah, I see this going the wrong way. It's like, I see this probably fixing itself. Yeah, yeah. Like with the Rams. I, I think, think Sean McVay figures out. The Pats, they probably hire a a potent or not even a potent, just a competent offensive coordinator, yep. and all of a sudden, they're back to the Pats. Like mm-hmm. So it gets a little bit tricky with some of those question mark teams that the Giants have to play next year. All right, 877-337-6666 is our number to vent. Tiki and Tierney show. Uh, we're going to carry the Shane and Dable presser coming up in a bit as they expand on the season, what they, uh, what they need to do this offseason. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 